dirt. That's why I put his dick in the dirt. He did. That's a weird phrase. Dick in the dirt? Put your dick in the dirt. You've heard that before, right? Yeah. Yeah. I always thought that was weird. How would you put his dick in the dirt? I mean, I get it. The, the physiological part of it. Like, literally. You get it? Him laying. Why would you eat rappers? Huh? Why would you eat rappers? Why would you eat rappers? Yeah. That's a phrase. That's a hip-hop phrase. It's, yeah, I see what you're saying, but, like, it's not the same. Like, you know, putting someone on their ass, or putting them in in the ground, six feet deep or whatever, mm. those all make sense to me. Putting someone's dick in the dirt still makes sense, but it's, it's like... It's cold down there. It's a weird phrase. Why would you specifically outline the dick? That's what I'm saying. It's very oddly specific. Yeah. Dick in the dirt. You're putting it, everything of his in the dirt. Everything's going in the dirt. His entire body. Is he going dick first? That's Maybe. A, apparently. So if he's going dick first, are you grabbing him by the dick and throwing him to the ground and making <laughs> sure the dick is going first? Are you kicking him in the ass and then he falls over dick first? I think it's better to call to say it dick first in the dirt. Dick first in the dirt. Yeah, because that, that's more... You're going down, buddy. Dick first in the dirt. Yeah, oh, that sounds much better. That's right. That's right. What? Police on a crime scene. Man. I'm going to throw his outline. dick right in the dirt. Move the corpse, there's just a hole in it. My God. <laughs> He they went. put his dick in the dirt. Mm. I've seen this before, Johnson. He tried to fuck Mother Earth herself. He put his dick in the dirt. This, guys, comes highly recommended uh, by, by CJ from Pats. Oh, yeah? And when I say highly recommended, he was just like, ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> good enough. <laughs> it's the pinner. From Oscar Blues Brewing. Didn't Oscar Blues just get bought up? No. No? Mm -mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm positive. They help out uh, Cigar City. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. They distribute for Cigar City. Mm. Well, in any case, it's a throwback IPA. Um, Fuck it. Let's just just rock and roll, guys. All right. My name is Marco. Rock and roll. That is Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Rock and roll, motherfuckers. Rock and roll. And the Drunk Sports God. Rock and roll, motherfuckers. Rock and roll. <laughs> Dig in the, the dirt. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
like um what was it fucking super mario 64 was like groundbreaking when it came out as a first yeah. 3d yeah. platformer and then sega's like let's do that and yeah. they just fell on their face yeah sonic adventure was okay but oh i love sonic adventure one and two maybe you should play it again some of my favorite games <laughs> yeah what, they you guys got to play that again recently <clears throat> yeah they have do i have that they haven't aged well but <clears throat> i don't know i i think it's more of a thing of Sega has tried and failed over and over again to catch up, basically, with Sonic or with a uh, Mario, mm. which is funny because Sonic's supposed to be real fast. They didn't do the first game right, well enough. Sonic Adventure, yeah, and then they kept trying to catch up by being innovative, and they just kept tripping and tripping and tripping because they didn't have a good foundation. Mm. Sonic Adventure worked. It was one of the games... We'll play it. We're talking about the Dreamcast, right? Yeah, people yeah, we'll liked it, it in its time. Yeah, yeah people I, fucking loved it. It's yeah. one of the like, most well-received games ever. You're going to see. You're gonna I'm, not, see. Well, I'm not saying it hasn't aged well, but I'm saying you guys are have this revisionist history as if like it was okay. <clears throat> when right, well, it came out, com- it, it Compared exploded. to Mario 64, though. No, yeah, compared to Mario 64. And that was Mario its direct is, competitor. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. There's nothing really... It's not very I don't good think there's no, I don't think there's much... I think the only thing probably there's a couple of games. The first thing that comes to mind is probably Grand Theft Auto Three, as in that's comparable in in excuse me innovation and mm-hmm. impact. Yeah, but I can't think of a lot of games that for its genre. Yeah, for its time yeah. and for its genre, just like a game that made such an explosion and, and changed the way everybody did everything. Yeah, yeah. Like Mario sixty four comes out and everyone's like, "Well, holy fuck. shit, yeah, <laughs> why haven't we been doing this before? Yeah, you got to switch the whole game up." Goldeneye. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy 7 yeah yeah they made the jump to 3D yeah but I think it, I mean and those came out around the same time right 60, Mario 64 came out in 96 I think or 95 somewhere around 96. there and then uh, I know Final Fantasy came out 97 96 mm. 97 so all around the same time that was a big boom oh yeah for gaming yeah that's that's why like looking at current generations it's like what are we really doing here? Yeah. There hasn't been this major advancement other than maybe VR, but Yeah. But it, I don't know, man. I mean, we we we've gotten to a point where it's uh nailed it. It's uh <laughs> where can we where can we really go? Like how 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 close to real life can we get until it's like I don't know. Have we we peaked? Have we? I don't know. I don't know if we've peaked. But uh, well, they could get rid of like load times. That'd be cool. Oh, that's true. That's Just, like, true. Refine well, okay, what we so, have. Okay, so yeah, not like, not like graphic, graphical hardware. Uh, har- yeah, because that'd be amazing. It's already on PC. I've tried to. Uh, I every time I every time I play The Witcher, I mean, it's a great game. Love it. But I mean, those load times, dog. Oh, I don't have that problem. We'll we'll have that problem. Little PC master race. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know, I know. So happy for you, man. Well, I'm just saying, missing out. The plebes who are still on consoles do have that problem, and it's a fucking problem. Yeah, you know. So yeah, loading times, making uh, cutscenes seamless with the gameplay. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're getting close to that. Naughty Dog's been doing that. Yeah, but it's it's close, but you can still there's still a cinematic difference to mm-hmm. the actual gameplay. Yeah, that's and true. When you get to a point where that 
you seamlessly go from the cutscene into the gameplay itself. Well, mm-hmm. that's what Witcher you can't does. tell the difference. That's what Witcher does. You can still tell though. I mean, it's not a cutscene. It's still in game. Yeah. Like it's the game. Most rendering. of it, yeah. Yeah, except for the, like the flashbacks. Sometimes. Yeah, there's like, there's like those big scenes they want to show you. But that's what I'm talking about. Scenes like that. Everything should be seamless. You know. Just kind of nitpicking here. To <laughs> <clears throat> get a PC, man. I mean, we're living in a we're living in an age. I mean, that's just shows how good things are right now, though. That we have to nitpick in order to be like. That little thing could be better. Mm-hmm. Everything else is fine. Can you imagine being in an era where you were happy with like Super Mario World? And like this is good. I'm I'm okay with this. This is a world where I, I'm okay to live in. I think that's a bad example because I actually am okay with Super Mario World. Well, I'm saying I'm I'm saying like I'm not saying okay. Like, if, forget every like with every other game in mind. Mm-hmm. Would you be content with just Super Mario World? On a strictly gameplay perspective, yeah. But ah, you're full of shit. No, 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 no. 100% Super Mario World is probably, in my books, the best game ever. How many books period. you got? At least three. Okay. So, no, I think like that game ages like a fine wine. Mm. That game will never not be fun. Yeah, but there's never going to be anything more than it. <sighs> yeah, I guess, but... There was see, but that that's the thing though. I, I feel like video games changed as a medium around the time it went 3D because with like Final Fantasy VII and a bunch of other like PlayStation games that allowed you to have these cinematic cutscenes, they became more of almost a movie storytelling experience that we didn't really have in the eras before that. So I don't know. I think it's it's a weird thing where back then it was more about gameplay and fun and mechanics and then since then it's been more about graphics and you know voice acting and all these other things that you think about more of with like like i just mentioned a a naughty dog game yeah so i think they're kind of two different experiences and i'm not saying there wasn't storytelling before that uh but it's just it's taken a front seat Mm -hmm. in gaming that it didn't during the snes era yeah, and well, prior. Yeah, most of it, everything that's been advanced is for your immersion. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. the story on the SNES for Super Mario World is nothing compared to you know what it is now. Yeah, and even then, still like on a uh, Mario Odyssey, probably I haven't heard anything. Is there, are there voice actors on that? I don't know. Maybe not like for exposition, but maybe for like NPCs or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but even mm-hmm. then, like those are delivered through scripts. Mm-hmm. So I guess everything that's advanced is to get you more into the game. And I guess Mario is one of those games that's always going to be, like, looking back towards its its uh, Super Nintendo Nintendo mm-hmm. uh, ancestors mm-hmm. to 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 kind of nail you down to that type of game, right? Mm-hmm. Where everything else beyond that, like a GTA, has those cutscenes that are seamless and is is mostly story driven, yeah. And then it has a gameplay on top of that as well, where you can yeah. do anything, yeah, yeah. But and 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 even in those <clears throat> games, the gameplay is 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 delivered in a way that you know it is it's better when it's as realistic and as seamless as possible that's Mm -hmm. like the benchmark for gameplay in games like that like gta if a guy takes cover weird or the aiming is off or the driving's wonky it's like this doesn't feel right right that's why watchdogs the first one got torn up because it was 
the driving was bad, and that oh, was yeah. the main thing because you had to drive everywhere. It's awful. Yeah. So how are you going to have the main part of the game just suck? Yeah. And so games like Super Mario World don't fall into those same pratfalls. They don't need to be. Doesn't need to be like, oh yeah, I could see that. You got to do one thing well. Yeah. You got to jump. You jump. Mm-hmm. You just got to jump. That's it. It's all about timing. That's all. That's all that matters. And it's just, it, all the mechanics build on top of that, mm-hmm. as opposed to worrying about cutscenes, <laughs> worrying about the storytelling. Uh, characters, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. No, yeah. it just it looks bright. It's friendly. It's easy to pick up. Hard to master. That might be another reason why Sonic didn't do well because Mario had no voice dialogue, mm. where Sonic Adventures had a lot of it, and it was shitty and it was <laughs> bad. Mm. And it was like uh, Donkey. He put up a video that showed why it was failing, and it said like, "Oh yeah, use this key card to get into the building," and then it was just like. They didn't tell you what building to get into. <laughs> it was just a, like three buildings, and um, then you had to guess where the entrance was. Figured out. Yeah. I saw um, a GTA mod today where you actually play as the cop hmm. in GTA. Nice. Yeah. And it glitched, and this guy went to go arrest somebody, and he pulled the dog out of the car, <laughs> and he arrested a dog. <laughs> that's what I've been saying this whole time. That's yeah. what I think the next that's, GTA yeah, that's game what should they be. Fucking, um, yeah, that's what that, I remember you mentioning that. Like, that should be the next GTA playing the cop, yeah. sort of like a Sleeping Dogs. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I would love if they brought back those the the GT, GTA three era like side missions and made that the DLC. Mm-hmm. Like you'd play the ambulance driver, the taxi driver, yeah, the yeah, cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be awesome. Those yeah. those were yeah those were fun. Just stupid, but they were fun. Yeah. Like you steal an ambulance and now you're fucking EMT. Yeah. <laughs> Same with the cab. Yeah. Just vigilante missions. Yeah. Yeah. They, that, cool. that would be pretty cool. Bring that back. Um, I was saying a point I was going to make way, way earlier was that it, it, being, imagine being in the mid, imagine being conscious of the gaming industry in 95. Mm-hmm. Not just, I love video games. I'm five, eight, you know, five, six years old. But being conscious of the industry. Right. Following it like we do now. Yeah. And then one day waking up and they've got Mario 64 on the shelves. You went from, you know. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, just like, complete like that, revolutionary that leap, change. Yeah. That massive just how, how, like, it's no wonder that people look at that leap and then go like, yeah, everything has been pretty good since then. But can mm-hmm. you imagine going from Super Mario World to fucking Mario 64? Or go backwards. Imagine someone, you know, born today looking back. Oh, yeah. They would be compared to, like, us looking at Pong, pretty much. Right. Yeah. And, right. like, seeing seeing people be like, wow, this is such a great game. Right. And us being like, oh. What's know? a video game? I one of the first games you've ever played was, like, Uncharted 4. Yeah. And, and imagine you're looking that. back at, at Super Mario, any of the Super Marios at that point. Right. Yeah. What a high bar. I know. That's wild. You would, like... Nah, I don't think I'd let my kid do that. I'd be like, all right. Start you're going to get into this. You're going to do this right. Yeah. <clears throat> Learn your roots. Right. Fuck boy. You got to go back and get all the uh, all the classic consoles. You saw. You guys saw the rumors for the cla- uh, 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 <coughs> a, a mini N64, a classic N64. I called it. You did. Yeah. You did. You definitely did. I don't know if it's been substantiated yet. It hasn't. It's but, still a rumor. But they're saying, yeah, that's pro- that's the next one that but they're that's, working that's on. That's what I was saying. Like, that's probably not true. Because you have Zelda, classic game, $40 on the Wii U store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or a Switch store. Uh, and the Nintendo DS store. Yeah. So they're not going to go, hey, 80 bucks, you get all these great games yeah. uh, to keep. 
That's yeah. not happening. Yeah, and not to mention, tons of those games were developed by Rare, which they don't have, like, yeah, like, like the license for anymore. Rare, like, kicked ass fucking in that 64 yeah. era. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so if you if you go, if you go want to make an N64, you definitely have to get that deal going. Mm-hmm. I mean, because... But I'm sure they could use the money. Rare? Yeah, for sure. Well, Xbox... Didn't they, didn't they make... Was Wait, did Rare make ukulele, or did developers from Rare make Developers you? from Rare okay. made it. They have their own studio now, I think. But, um... Yeah, Rare made the Rare Replay not that long ago yeah. on Xbox One. Mm. So, <clears throat> Yeah, and if you go through that and see how many games they actually contributed to That's Nintendo. crazy. Oof. Ooh, dog. Yep. And, like, the only things they couldn't put on there were obviously licensed things that were specifically for, or from Nintendo, so, like, GoldenEye. Yeah. But besides that, like, uh, so well, many other games. If I get a machine to just play Super Smash Bros., I'll be all right. Raspberry Pi, boy. Yeah. You can render that, right? It depends. Oh, here we go. It depends. There, there are some N64 games that kind of chug on it, but there's a few that work fine. See, you, know the what problem- it, you know what it doesn't chug on? PC. Mm. That's my emulator. The the, mm. the problem with... From my legally owned games. Yes. Doing games on... Well, the problem with doing, like, Nintendo games post-Super Nintendo is, like, each iteration of uh, the console... Just got weirder and weirder with the controller. Yeah, yeah. So N64 can you? I mean, imagine weird. playing the uh, the N sixty four without that. Well, I mean, we did it for we did it right, and, and that was and stupid. it was weird. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. sucked. Looking back, it was retarded. Yeah, yeah. And then with the GameCube, it's even weirder. Like having like the shoulder button. I think that's one of the one main of reasons I didn't like. I didn't want a GameCube because I saw the controller. I was like, this is weird. <laughs> yep, I, I I can I can recall uh, uh, vividly going, Ugh, what the fuck? Like, what is that controller? That was a big turnoff. You don't like that C stick? Yes. Yeah. Lo much. and behold, it became your strongest weapon. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I never thought that I would, I would be, I would master a, a GameCube game, or the controller. Yeah. I never, I never thought. Nah. Same. They're pretty comfortable though, ergonomically. Yeah. I, they're so small. Yeah. The buttons, yeah. For, I mean, holding it, holding it the way that it's. Yeah. And the triggers are so deep. Yeah, there's a lot like of travel there. I don't oh yeah. Like that. And there's a weird, was it the Z button? The Z yeah. button is oh, just like on one, one side. Shoulder buttons. Yeah. Just, just on, on one, one side. side. Yeah. yeah, don't like that. Yep. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. It's like that controller is just like a vomit of buttons, and they're like like the C. Like what does that even mean? Like the yellow C. The C stick. Yeah, it's for what? your camera, isn't it? Sometimes, mm-hmm. but other times, like you can map it in different ways. Um, in Super Smash Bros, it's your it's your uh, your uh, Smash. Smash. Yeah, it's your Smash Bros. Thank button, you. Yeah. So, yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Anyway, they tried. Trashing, what, 40-year-old uh, <laughs> technology? 30, 30-year-old technology? Mm, more like 20. Yeah, yeah. Not <laughs> that long. 20. When did it come out? <laughs> GameCube. GameCube was like 2001? Yeah, there it is right there. Go Where? back up. Where? Where? September 14th, 2001. Where the hell does it say that? Right at the top. Oh, shit. I didn't see that. I'm looking nice. Over here. Thank you. That's nice. pretty good. Because nice. I, I, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. With their mini discs. <clears throat> Do you see that the Simu team got Breath of the Wild to be almost perfect on the, PC? The who? The Simu. Well, the emulator. Okay. For the Wii U emulator. Sure. They got it almost perfect working on, on PC. Nice. What, uh, almost perfect. 
What does that mean? I guess there's like some frame rate issues. Mm-hmm. It's only it's locked at 30. So they want to unlock it, but the physics are animated to 30 30 frames per second. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if they unlock it, it breaks the game. Right. But everything else looks amazing. They're playing it on like 4K. Yeah. It looks great. Yeah, well then just leave it then. But 60 frames though. <laughs> you guys are so fucking greedy. You just you just need all the frames. Yeah. Just take and take. I mean, yeah, if I can, if it can give. do it, why Never not? Give. Well, it, obviously it can't. It breaks the game. Listen, they made a Wii U game work on not a Wii U. Are you saying anything's possible? Anything is possible. <laughs> do you have Hennessy? No. I don't even know why I do this podcast anymore. <laughs> you drink Hennessy? Yeah. What? I don't know. I don't drink Hennessy. You don't like Hennessy? Nah. She. Cagnac. This is good. I drink cognac, but I don't like Hennessy. Hennessy is cognac. What are you talking about? I know. You like Just, other kinds of cognac. Yeah. Like Hennessy. Yeah. Why not? Too sweet? I don't know. I don't know. Too much of a black people drink? Yes. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> yes. Thanks. Thanks for saying it because I wasn't going to say it. So <laughs> have to get that little tasting glass. I, I, the only time I've had it, if I'm being completely honest, is when I was visiting my mom's side of the family in Georgia. Oh. So. Oh, your mom's side, you say? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I, I wonder, <laughs> wonder which side is that. Yeah, what side is that? <clears throat> the black side. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> we were in Atlanta having a fish fry. You ever had a fish fry? No. They just fry a bunch of fish. <laughs> it's <was> just, <laughs> it just like pounds and pounds of fried fish in the garage. Why? In the garage. Dude, in the garage? In the garage. I mean, that shit must stink. It was the only place to keep it. <laughs> How long did you keep the fish in the garage? No, dude, no. Like, they fried it and then put it in the garage because there were so many people there. Like, you couldn't fit it in the kitchen. There was so much fish. Like, they had plates, or I'm sorry, uh, tables in the garage because there were so many people. Like, that was the only place that it would fit. Hmm. So, and just pounds and pounds of it. That's... And then the Hennessy was flowing. It was just a henny. Man, that sounds bad henny for your stomach. Fizzy. <laughs> that sounds bad for your stomach. Like, really bad. Yes. Kind of gross. It was probably pretty violent the next day. Yeah. <laughs> day of, though. She. She. He's running around the room. Did you have Hennessy? Who, me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You have it right now? Do I have it? No, no. I just have that um, 1776, that, that whiskey. Oh, yeah, the, the rye? <clears throat> it's really good. Yeah, I know. I tried it. Yeah, he's good. Mm-hmm. Put it in the uh, the what is that thing called? Decanter. Decanter. I always want to say coliander. That's for pasta. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> Don't put it in the colander. It goes right through, <laughs> right into the sink. Oh. Oh man. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, what's going on in the world, guys? Just uh, here we go. Yeah, it's it's. it's I'm just, out. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, let's let's not because we could. Go ahead. I, know. I was I was holding that as my escape button. Go ahead. I was I was actually talking to CJ about that when I was at the liquor store. Mm. I was like, "What are you guys talking about?" I was like, yeah, "I don't know. We'll probably just you know shoot the shit." You know, Nazis. <laughs> just neo Nazis. No big deal. And I said, "What would you talk about? What's the craziest thing that's happened?" And, in the past week he's like well fucking Charlottesville he's like mm-hmm. yeah 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 not that like I'm tired of I mean I am kind of tired <sighs> we all are just... this this universe is how much worse is it gonna get how we'll much... see buddy 
We'll see. That's a good question. Thought man. we peaked a couple weeks ago. That's a good question. Nah. Every time something happens, I go, what? Well, it has to. This has got to be the craziest thing. Right. It can't get crazier than this. But it do. But it do. Each time. Each time. I, I mean, you know, what What are we really going to add to the conversation? Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's like it's not even worth bringing up if we don't have anything new to bring to it. I like the but, memes that came out of it. What memes? The, uh, the Someone photoshopped uh, dildos as, as the tiki torches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That was a good one. Well, what else we got? EDC lineup was released. Oh, uh, go away. <laughs> Come on, let's go, guys. No. Come on. Rattle them off. Let's go. Rattle them off. Rattle Cascade's them off. there, right? Yeah, he's gonna play a sunset set. Mm. Sunset set. Sunset. Yeah, Cascades there. I don't have the picture. Do I have the picture? I do. Green velvet. Green velvet. You remember green velvet? He was. Yeah, green velvet was very good. tasty. Not a lot of names that I know. Mm. Um, yeah, I have a friend who's very into this stuff, and she says the lineup is garbage. She sucks. She's I saw that post. Yeah, adamant about it. Yeah, but she's a little snob. So mm. if you're if you're listening, you know who you are. <laughs> Uh, I'm 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 actually kind of surprised that that's still going. Good. Really? Yeah, I mean, if they can cancel Big Guava, they can certainly cancel EDC. Why they cancel Big Guava? Uh, they said they were going to pour their resources into a different festival instead. So I don't oh. know. So like with the downswing of electronic music, I mean, I know that you know people are still making you know electronic music, but it's definitely like it's not what it was just a short couple years ago yeah and like the thing with this is like it's just electronic music yeah like you get spoiled with bonnaroo and you're just like oh there's there's a rap act over here there's a rock and roll act there's a blues that blues blues uh act here's here's an edm act and now it's just like all of it is edm Mm -hmm. yeah i'm just like where's the variety right so it feels like i don't know if i can just go and listen to that all day yeah i went i don't want to go probably gonna go Mm mm-hmm but then I have Voodoo too. Yeah, I'm still so. looking at somebody. Some people failed. <laughs> I mean, Voodoo sounds like way more fun. Nolans sounds like something. No. It's, it's yeah, that sounds way better. Yeah, it, it will be. And then you reminded me today of um, LCD Sound System. Yeah, and I was like, they're gonna be there. Their new track, I dig. Right, Voodoo. Yeah, oh, headlining. Oh, yeah, that's right. And Kendrick, right? And Kendrick and the Foo Fighters, Kendrick. DJ Snake, and the Killers. What, what is what is what is DJ Snake? What's his big song or sing, uh, songs? Someone to lean on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. With uh, what's his name? Major Lazer. What's their name? Yeah, Major Lazer. Major Lazer's on that song. Yeah. Yeah. It's a collaboration track. What? Mm-hmm. That does not sound like a Major Lazer song. Because it's, it's also a DJ Snake song. Mm. What do they even contribute? I don't know. I don't know how that. Where I saw that in the like uh, credits for it, I'm like, how? Yeah. What'd you do? What have did you, you actually seen, do? Have you seen the? Uh, have you seen any clips of the Diplo TV show? What? Mm-mm. It's pretty funny. What is it? It's it's a fictionalized TV show about Diplo, starring James Vanderbeek as Diplo, <laughs> and it's I've seen a couple clips from it, and it's actually pretty funny. Like he's like. He's just this obnoxious dude, bro. And he's just like it's it's just well written. Why James Vanderbeek? He kind of looks like him. So he's just doing of, nothing. Sort of, huh? He's just doing nothing. I think it's just kind of a meta thing to get mm-hmm. a guy like Vanderbeek, who's been 
like the the latter half of his career, he's just been playing hyper hyperized versions of himself in yeah. a bunch of stuff. So I think it's just kind of a meta thing to get a guy like him to play Diplo while Diplo is still Diplo. Yeah. And then you get a TV show about him and they do like the plots in the shows are shit that he's been doing only like a couple months ago. Like his Twitter feuds and stuff. Fighting with Wendy's. They write that shit right into the TV show (laughs) and then they get his, you know. So it's kind of like, is it is it his real reactions to how he or, or his real feelings on those matters, or is it like a fictionalized version of how he felt about shit like that? So I don't know. It's pretty funny. Like, uh, there's a scene where uh, <clears throat> he's criticizing um, Calvin Harris over a song <laughs> that Calvin Harris did, and then some guy's talking to Diplo, and he's like, "Dude, you made a song called Bubble Butt," <laughs> and he's like, "Yo, that song is flames, though." <laughs> it's just like this, you know. So it's like, where does the real Diplo end and the fictionalized version begin? And the Vanderbeek start. Right. And Vanderbeek, yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just another Vice show. Vice is just like... Killing it. They're, 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 they're doing a lot of cool shit. They're just like throwing everything against the wall and seeing what sticks. And most of it's sticking so far. Hmm. Like, it's, you know, Action Bronson show's obviously really good. But then, like, you know, Wong's World is tight. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got they've got the munchies. They've got... The Vice TV show on HBO. They just gave Tyler the Creator a TV show. Why? His show looks actually pretty good. Like the problem with his show is like you have to like Tyler the Creator, mm-hmm. you know, because the whole show is Tyler goes and he like he asks he he basically figures out how things are made and done, like the the shit that he's just interested in. Like oh, how do you how do you do stop motion? And then the whole the show is centered around him learning how to do stop motion movies and shit like that. So it's like one of those shows where they show you, you know, back in the day when they show you like Goats, how are cheese it's made. Yes, and how just, it's made with Tyler the yes, Creator. Yes, exactly. exactly. Uh, how it's created. It's called Nuts and Bolts. That's stupid. His name's <laughs> Tyler the Creator. <laughs> how it's created. Honestly, the irony of that was lost on me until you just said <laughs> And on them, apparently. Um, but yeah, so I mean, if you you gotta like Tyler to like that show, mm-hmm. it's all based around you know his personality. Yeah, which most of these shows are. Yep. You know, if you don't like, and I see a lot of people saying they don't like Action Bronson, like he's obnoxious and, mm-hmm. kinda, and he's arrogant and stuff, and so that'll turn you off. No matter what cool shit he gets into, you know, it's gonna turn you off. Like Maddie Matherson, he's mm-hmm. he's a fun guy, big fat tattooed guy. Yeah, I like Action Bronson, just big fun loving dude. But if you're if that shit is grating to you then it doesn't matter what cool shit yeah. they do or get into. It's all know? personality driven. Yeah, that's what a lot of the Vice shit is. A lot of well the Vice Land shit mm-hmm. is just they just pick a guy and then they do they do some interesting shit like with the uh <clears throat> the weed T V show that they have. Um Weedikit. Weedikit. That's yeah. that's pretty good. Um Yeah. They just do yeah, they're doing cool shit. But like the Diplo show makes me think like they just have this well of money and they're just like, well fuck it. Just do it. Maybe it's just their reputation gets people on board. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, most things from Vice will get people. I mean, if you like, if you're into, if you're into that like subversive. Yeah, it's alternative. A, it's their entire persona. So them experimenting is really their mo. Yeah. So they get their entire crowd behind. It just, I don't know. It just, it just, it's just weird to me that it, like, Vice. I remember just, you know, it wasn't that long ago that Vice was just. Vice. Just a blog. Yeah. 
And I just you just go to their website and see like this cool shit that they were doing or like this dangerous shit where the guy would like yeah. go over to like Iraq and he was like right on the front lines. Nah, my like, favorite fucking fuck. Viceland uh, documentaries were the gang ones. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you'd watch people like getting in gunfights. Yeah, man. Like, oh shit! I go, fuck, this is so fucking yeah. real, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and then and then it I only shit. took it only took <laughs> a couple years for them to get a fucking channel. They have yeah. a channel. Yeah, they they had their YouTube stuff and they went to HBO. And now they have their own channel. Yeah. And they still have the Vice TV show. So they still have the Vice show on HBO. Right. Then their own channel. I thought they were going to bring the Vice TV show to Viceland. Yeah, it'd make a lot of sense. But they haven't. I think it's probably one of those licensing things. I mean, like sure. with the WWE, they can't put Maybe. Raw on the network because they have mm-hmm. a deal with USA. But mm-hmm. if you have a deal, that's pretty much free advertising for your channel. Yeah. Another right. channel. Yeah. True. That's true. Why true. would you move it? Very true. Yeah. Even if, even if you wanted to, it's like... Leave it there. Now you've got multiple sources. You got multiple eyes. Yeah. Someone who doesn't have, you know, Viceland <laughs> and their cable package can still watch it on mm-hmm. their HBO package. Yeah. yeah, that's why they put Diesel Samero on uh, YouTube still. <sighs> right. Like one episode every week, I think. Yeah. They put a full episode. So. What show? Uh, Diesel Samero. Samero. Those two dudes are just. The Bodega Boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. That's ripe for a podcast. They got one. Yeah, well, that makes sense. I mean, they don't have one. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's got a podcast. Now. That's that's true. Everybody. That's true. This chick I follow, she's a what's the what's the word for it? Like she just promotes clubs and like events. Then she's pretty and uh, she she advertises a lot. Is there a word for that? There's I don't I don't know what she does. Word? Like there's no I don't know. She has a podcast now. Yeah. And I'm just like, why? Yeah, what does she what does she do? What does she talk about? Probably like just like Facebook video topics. Yeah. You know, like get you a man that can do this kind of deal. Mm. I don't know. I haven't listened to it. I'll ask her for the link. I'll yeah. share it with you guys. All right. I'm always down to listen to it's a new podcast. You might yeah. not. You probably won't like it. Well, I probably local, won't like any it. any kind of like local podcast, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. I mean, we're we're doing the same thing. We're just kind of throwing everything against the wall and seeing what sticks. So. You know, far be it for me to be like, that's not how it's done. Yeah, but we, we're pretty deep in here. Yeah. We're, we're kind of... We're deep. We're, we're, we're not kind that of pioneers. Deep. <laughs> <in this scene. laughs> pioneers. Yeah. We're kind of... Kind we're, on the, of we're on the front lines We're here. on the front line of this. Yeah. We're like Vice. We're right behind uh, those two guys with the billboard whose names will not be mentioned because we don't advertise other podcasts. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. I know you're talking Don about. Don and yeah. Tam. Yep. Fuck mm-hmm. them too. Yeah. It's a it's a good time with the one parent podcast, <laughs> bitch. People who aren't connecting the dots are very confused yeah, right now. Uh, well, like them too. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, we want you to stay, please, please. What? <clears throat> I got nothing, man. You guys are killing me. My entire like psychic energy is drained from all the news events recently. So yeah, I don't have anything fun. No, unfortunately. No, because yeah, you know what? And and even when I see, even when I look on huh. the news or look on a website and I see like a fun thing, mm. I always kind of feel like it's kind of inappropriate. That yeah, no, right that's now, how right? I felt the entire week. It's like <laughs> I feel like we should be in mourning right now. Right. Like this doesn't seem cool, Is or like it? somebody's promoting something fun that yeah, I'd normally like, be like, oh, that's cool. Like, like not now. You shouldn't be having fun right now. Right. You should be thinking about stuff. You so be weird. To figure out how to. How to make the nation better. Just like a societal sickness going on right now that we're yeah. trying to figure out. Yeah. Because I'll, I'll just be scrolling through, looking at stuff, and 
every other post is like my heart is heavy with this and blah 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 and it's like yeah true and then you'll see somebody's like me and my dog just went to the dog park and you're like you know what you should be inside mm-hmm. you should be inside you should be watching the news ma'am you should be ashamed of you yourself you should be paying attention yeah you shouldn't be having fun nobody should be having fun <sighs> yeah I don't know what to do about that I don't know how long that's gonna last four years well <laughs> three years and three months mm. yeah I don't have the energy for that. <laughs> I don't think a lot of people do. You know, they said, I was listening to the radio and they were saying that um, somewhere in the neighborhood of like a quarter of the people who were polled in this poll <laughs> said that uh, they would support Donald Trump no matter what he did. Mm-hmm. They would never they would never drop their support of Donald Trump. Uh, yeah, I'm not surprised at all that's, by that. I mean, that's fucking... I mean, I guess it's not surprising given what we've seen in the past yeah. year. It's still disturbing. Very disturbing. Yeah. And not, I mean, you know, not, never in the history of anything would you give your undying support. I mean, he's not hes not a fucking king. Yeah. You know? It's not a profound individual. Right. Or a like, supreme leader. Right. Ooh. Like, no one's forcing you. <laughs> where, where does this... I don't know, man. It's just a scary it's a, thing. Yeah, it's a it's a blind allegiance, and it's almost it feels like cultish in a lot of yeah. ways. You yeah. know, like there's there's no logical explanation for it. It's yeah. just that's what it is, and it's always going to be that for these people. And that's and that's why you can't have normal conversations about things like this. Right. Like uh, one of one of Ian's band uh, former bandmates, he got into some shit online. <clears throat> because he he's an alt right writer. I don't hmm. know if he liked me calling him an alt right writer, but I don't really know how else to he's describe an, him. He's an alt writer. He's an alt writer, huh. and uh, he he writes for you know he writes for the the some of those websites that people go to. I don't know if he writes specifically for Breitbart or Infowars, but like websites like that. Yeah, and you know he's he's starting to kind of get a name for himself writing for shit like that, and then I guess some girl on his Facebook saw it and she was like who is this person and why do I have 30 mutual friends with this fucking neo-nazi and then she like posted a link to his stuff and then she posted she like took screenshot of him and like his profile and all this stuff and then he just started getting hammered on oh, yeah. just just ripped ripped apart and then the worst part is like other people started investigating and then started bring bringing other people into it so they were like he's in a band called the modern novas oh shit and this fucking we don't know about these band members either so ian gets dragged in and like jewish the other neo-nazi band. Ian right. Jacobson. Jewish neo-nazi <laughs> so it's you know that's just that's what people do man they fucking they have these blind allegiances to one side or the other and there's no having a conversation like you think no. like he was telling me like jason just woke up and saw his facebook blew up and he's like what the fuck is going on he mm-hmm. goes on there and He's got strangers, you know, ripping him apart. Yeah. Now, I mean, I guess that's what you... You kind of reap what you sow in that way. Because, like, if somebody didn't like what we said, we're posting this online for potentially billions of people right. to hear. Yeah, it's a, it's a public forum. We know what we're getting into. We know what what we say has consequences. Maybe not legal consequences, because we do have the First Amendment right. But at the same time we have these societal norms and these societal standards of ethics that if we say some fucked up stuff people are going to call it on us and yeah. like we can't act surprised when they do yeah 
So especially if we're, you know, disparaging an entire race of people or a a type of person like plebs. Yeah, exactly. PC see, Master the, Race. The, the problem, Console peasants. The, the the problem is where we are now. It's not just it's it's not just this person's super racist, we should go after them. Yeah, sure. Mm. It's it's people who you don't even it, it's people who you just don't have the same political views as anymore. Yeah, like if you're that's somebody enough. who's on the yeah that's that's enough now. If you're if I'm on the left and you're on the right, and I don't like your political leanings, like if I have enough people who back me up, just go after you. Yeah, and just rip you apart for believing that people shouldn't get abortions and gays shouldn't get married and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Which you know I'm. I don't believe those things. I'm totally against those things or totally against being against those things. <laughs> but I'm not going to – I can't hate somebody else for not believing the same way that I believe. But we're in such a weird political – Why would that bother somebody? What do you mean? Like just that idea on, on itself, it's like – like uh, simplify it a lot. You know, like your beliefs. Mm-hmm. Let's, start, let's take everything out of it and I ask you – what the color blue is yeah you know like your interpretation of blue if you're colorblind maybe or you just have different eyesight than me could be different from my blue yeah and like at its very base that's pretty much all it is you're seeing things differently from me right but something like that is not really like i don't understand how you could hate somebody off of that how you can just go "Mm, you're you're you think differently you see things differently yeah I hate you. <clears throat> I guess the only the thing that I can say is like the counter argument to that is that if you believe something differently that my blue is better than your blue. Not just well, I don't know about that. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. I like red. My blue's always better. Shut up. But it's not just believing something different. It's it's your beliefs. Like if if you're somebody who's important and has a say in the world, your beliefs could directly affect my life. Yeah. And I think that's what, that's people's arguments is like, you can, we can't have like, uh, if only there was some sort of voting system that you could elect someone with similar beliefs. People to you say that the office. voting system is broken. Like Especially when you have was... only two candidates, one person saying, I don't believe this thing. And another person saying, I do. And then that's it. It's your only options now. Like, you know, let's say you, you believe in universal health care, but you don't believe in same-sex marriage. There's mm-hmm. not a candidate who's going to be both of those things. The there left are, is, but they're not big enough. Right. They're not going to be somebody who you can actually vote for. The right. left is, you know, liberal leanings, and the right is conservative leanings. And, you know, you can't... These these beliefs and, and, and issues are not a la carte. You take the... It's a package deal. And that's the problem with modern politics. Yeah. Like people won't let you be left center, right center. Mm. You're it's the better of two evils, right? Either side, and one or the other. That's no good. So no. I feel like both sides right now we're seeing we're seeing the worst of them right now. Yeah. Both sides, and I'm sounding like Donald Trump right now. I don't mean to. <laughs> many but, sides. Yeah, many sides. Many sides. Of this. Many sides. Uh, um, no, but I, I think that the way things are right now are we're just at such extremes that. The inevitable option I think that's going to emerge is that we're going to have at least one more somewhere in the middle side come out of this. And 
become a sort of thought leader of saying I'm moderate. I'm somewhere in the middle between these two extremes. Let's move forward with a logical plan. That person is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I, sure, I wasn't gonna say it, but the Rock 2020 baby. That's what I'm talking rock about. Party. Rock oh, party. Yeah, I'm all about it. Who would be his running mate? Oprah. Mm. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> I really, I really just hope that. I really hope he, if he does, he picks Oprah. <clears throat> Johnson Winfrey. <laughs> Just don't want him to come out and just be like, you know, I'm I'm running for president. Um, you know, here's here's my set of beliefs, and they're like all shitty. Like, <laughs> come on, man, you were a perfect human being so far. Everything you did, you're basically walking on water. <laughs> That's why it's kind of like you know, maybe you don't want the the Pandora's box being opened on these people. See what he really thinks, because nobody knows. Right. He's done well to cultivate this image that is pristine. Yeah. You know? He's got to believe something crazy. Yeah, he has to. There's got to be something. Yeah, he really... He's What if he's a flat earther? Right. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, he's, he's far too rich and famous at this point to have any real connection with, like, reality. Yeah. So, there has to be something wrong. Something. You know, that's kind of the problem with the show Ballers. I watched the mm. whole first season, and, like... <laughs> what are you doing How? with your life? <laughs> And Game of Thrones. <laughs> For reference. You started okay, okay. You started watching Game of Thrones maybe like two weeks ago. Yeah. And then I And you're burned, caught up. I burned through that, yeah. So today is, today is on August second, you started watching Game of Thrones. Today is August sixteenth. Yeah. Well I didn't have I had a lot of free time. Plus you watched now, Ballers. Okay, now now in my defense, Ballers is only a half hour T V show. If you cut out the credits and you if you cut out the credits on both sides of the show, it's like twenty minutes, if that. It's barely a twenty minute show. Ten minutes of credits. When you when you take into account, um, so like HBO to hit thirty minutes, what they'll do is, you know, previously on Ballers, mm. and that's a minute. Then you've got the title sequence, which is about a minute and a half. If it's Game of Thrones, it's about twenty minutes. Like this whole uh, justifying thing. You said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the credits, the end credit sequence, that's another five to ten minutes there. Then they do a like. This is they do like an ex- exploration of the 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 episode you just watched, like a behind the scenes thing, and that's another three or four minutes. So that's how you oh. fill up a thirty minutes time slot on HBO. So it's, you're really watching twenty minutes. And the same thing with Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is really only about forty minutes when you take into account that long ass title sequence. Blah blah blah. Anyway, <clears throat> The Rock on Ballers, like his his character is just like re- it's just he's perfect. Mm. You never see him in a compromising position, you know. He's never, you never, you barely see the guy sweat. And we he's all a Mary know Sue. That fucking Dwayne Johnson sweats, like he rolls out of bed sweating. His yes. head is just shining, so we know that he sweats. Yeah, but you never see it on the TV show. It's just like you know everything. Even when things go really bad, he just kind of does this squinty face, like mm, I don't like the way that went. I'm gonna have to fix this, and then he fixes it. Yeah. it may take an episode or two. Fixed. It's fixed. So I don't know. That's I mean, kind of like that's probably how I was just going to be as the president. That's what I was going to say. Well, if that's the case, then fuck yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with him just having a press conference and just kind of squints like mm. I don't like the way North Korea is looking at me. Like Eyebrow. He, just, he goes, no, no military, nothing, yeah. just you and me and the people's elbow. <laughs> you want to go one on one with the great one, <laughs> North Korea. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we have a lot to look forward to. 
but right now we have to kind of Do deal. We? we have to kind of deal with. Well, I mean, if if we get the rock, that's true. Yeah. Get the rock in twenty twenty. All right. Right now we have a lot to deal with, so we're just gonna take it one day at a time. We're gonna drink heavily. Yes. Buck up. All right. All right. Because we're still doing a podcast. We're still drinking beer, and we're still reviewing that beer. I finished that beer a while ago. Shut your face. I did too, actually. Mm, yeah. But <clears throat> I did uh, 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 enjoy it. It was the Pinner Throwback IPA from Oscar Blues. Um, yeah. Uh, I thought I, I, I thought it was solid. Low yep. ABV. Not not nothing. Nothing too crazy. It's very, you know. We ain't so, going too far. Sometimes with these, and we talked about it before. The, the price doesn't justify what I'm drinking. You know, this was decent, but it was nothing. It was no crazier. It wasn't more flavorful. It wasn't more. I'm kind of curious how they how they mm-hmm. price their beers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like just because it's a craft beer, it gets to be priced at like ten, eleven, twelve dollars right. for six pack. Yeah. And a Kona at eight bucks or seven, eight dollars, mm-hmm. just as tasty. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd be interested to know where the pricing comes from myself. Because, you know, it was good, but it wasn't like... Just don't think that, you know... If you put this in, in different packaging, if this wasn't Oscar Blues and it was just Anheuser-Busch, you know, it wouldn't have been like... It wouldn't have, Like, my socks weren't blown off by this thing. Nah, I'm going to go yeah. ahead and give it a three and a half. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to go with three and a half. Yeah, I usually try to remember, like, how it tastes... This was like kind of forgettable. Yeah, it was. I tasted different. Still in that citra hop kick. Mm-hmm. And I don't know anything about this because the can didn't tell me shit. Didn't tell you shit. Nah. <clears throat> Three. Uh, yeah, I kind of agree with all those sentiments. It was very easily drinkable. Also, unfortunately, very light on flavor. Uh-huh. Still get a little bit of that hoppy, hoppiness to it, but. It was just okay to me. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give it a three as well. All right. Three. Three. Three and a half. For myself, Marco Dupin. For Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Infinite Despair. And the Drunk Sports God, Dave. This has been the One Bear Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer. Have a beautiful evening. Hold your loved ones close. And batten down the hatches for another three and a half months. I mean, years. (laughs) We'll make it, guys. We'll make it.